All right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is June 2nd. 2022 in week 174. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Mist of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, it is called The Book. And of course, the book that we're talking about is the Bible, the good book. The good news, you know, some people call it that. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us go into a word of prayer. If you guys can um, take a break from what you're doing, we encourage you to join in with us. Gracious Lord, thank you for this blessed opportunity. Lord, we thank you for all the, the wonderful things you have did in our lives, Lord, for the things that you're going to do, Lord. We thank you in advance, Lord, because you're such an amazing and awesome God in our lives, Lord, continuing to bless us and do things for us that we, quite frankly, do not deserve. And so, Lord, we're praying for the Bible study tonight that something will be said that would push us and urge us and uh, rekindle a fire within us that'll keep us running as never before. Uh, Lord, we're asking that no matter what happens to us in this life, continue to remind us that there is still a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, we understand that so many storms, so many trials and tribulations take place in our lives, Lord. But we still want to remain faithful. We want to remain humble and uh, holy and be as you are. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your fantastic name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So it is an honor and a, and a pleasure to be in the midst of another Bible study. Um, I, I, I first want to thank God just for all that he has did um, because I can never thank God enough for how he has blessed, um, regardless of whatever things in my life that haven't went the way that I wanted them to go. God has still been faithful. He's still been uh, right there by my side. And I'm, I'm praying and I'm hoping that he will continue to give me a mind to desire to do his will and not my own will. So, Again, we want to say greetings and welcome to all of you who will join us, who have already joined us, and those who will join us via the podcast, or even if someone tunes in uh, and watches this later, we thank you. God bless you. And so tonight we're talking about the book. Uh, this, the book that we're talking about now, there's a lot of fantastic books. There's a lot of incredible books in the world today. Um, I, I grew up, and I know everybody cannot relate to this, but I grew up watching um, some Harry Potter movies uh, as a child. I've seen a few <laughs> the Harry Potter movies, and uh, I, I would always hear that the books were even better than the movies. Now, I never read them. But a lot of people love those books. There are a lot of incredible books that people love to read. Some people uh, love to read as a hobby. 
Um, growing up, I did not like to read as a hobby, but there are some good books out there. Um, there are a lot of preachers even that have written books. And I'm, I'm not even just talking about books that relate to scripture. Just in general, there are a lot of good books. Um, I, I know people probably are familiar with this, The Cat in the Hat. Somebody said that's a good book. Uh, we look at the Dr. Seuss books. They're good books. But we want to talk about a different book tonight, a book that will truly uh, change your life. So we're going to pick it up in Joshua chapter one, and let's pick it up at verse eight there, Melvin. All right, really quickly, we have two comments. Casey says, praise the Lord, everyone, and David's also says, praise the Lord, everyone. Hope y'all are having a great day in the Lord. And we hope you guys are having a great day as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. And also, I do realize that it is skipping a little bit. So um, bear with us as we go through the technical difficulties. Um, thank you guys for staying um, tuned in. Just a reminder, even if it is choppy on the Facebook video, it will always be smooth on the podcast as that's being recorded separately. So Thank you for bearing with us. So um, Joshua chapter one and verse eight, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. We are talking about the greatest book ever written. As I said in my opening statements, there are a lot of good books. And books are a powerful thing because a book, I, I was listening to my preacher talk about this uh, some time ago, books change you into something that you were not originally. If a person wants to learn to be a doctor, they use books. Those books are going to transform that person who was not a doctor into a doctor. If a person wants to be a lawyer, they pick up the law book and that book changes them. So we can see just the, the, the magnitude, uh, just how much influence books have. So now we want to look at the greatest book ever written. The scripture that we're reading, this is the book we're talking about, the book of life. So God here is talking to his servant, Joshua. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. You need to keep this book with you wherever you go. That doesn't mean you physically have to have a copy on you. That's not what we're talking about. This book needs to be in your heart. King David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. We have to carry this book with us everywhere we go. It means something. It's important. There are people that fight against this book. They say, oh, it's not that important. Well, you don't have to really get that deep into this thing or to that thing. Let's find out then. Let's see what God said. He said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. He said, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. There's an importance to this book. He said, every day 
You need to be thinking about this book, living your life based on this book every day. He said that thou may, uh, mayest observe. See, there's a lot of people observing what's in the book. Somebody said, I know what it said in Romans chapter one. I know what Matthew chapter two said. I know what it said in Genesis. But are you doing? So God here tells Joshua, not only do you observe, but you do it. Do. He said, observe to do according to all that is written therein. That makes this important. Every word. He said, do all of it. What's that last part say, Mel? For then... Thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Isn't that what we want? Uh Uh-huh. And then thou shalt have good success. Is that not what we want? Somebody said, I want to be successful. I want things to work out in my favor. He said, just get to the book. If you want your life to work out and you to come out on the right end of things, get in the book. Somebody say, well, somebody else that I know, they're not following the book and their life seems to be okay. Sure, it may perceive, it may seem that way. But the scripture, see, in the book, I found the answer. He said he has them in slippery places because soon they're going to fall. That's what the word says. So, Until we get in the book, we will be lost. So we're going to go back. We're going to go back to verse five because we're going to talk about this book tonight and just how much it will help you. Let's see what it says in verse five, Melvin. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee All the days of thy life. What a mighty God we serve. Because of this book. He said, if you get in the book, nobody will be able to even stand against you. Now, that's not talking about you get out here and you're the baddest thing walking. You can whoop anybody. That's not what he's talking about. But the scripture tells us, if God be for us, who can be against us? As long as we follow the book. It's important to be in this book. As I talk with so many people, we fail to understand the importance of the book. We fail to understand this is the word of God. What can be more powerful than what God says? There is nothing. So he said, no one will even be able to stand against you. Jesus told us, that about the church. He said the gates of hell would not even be able to prevail against. Same thing we find here. Same thing we find here. Let's see what happened, Melvin. As I was with Moses, so I I will be with thee. Mm -hmm. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. This is the promise of God in his book. Now, he was talking to Joshua at this moment, but this goes for you too. God will be with you as long as you stay in the book. 
you know, everything is okay when you're following the guidelines. You can get out here on whatever highway you want to get out here on. And as long as you're following according to the law book and driving the right speed limit, you'll have no problem. But the moment you're going 10 miles over, 15, 20 miles over, 30 miles over, somebody's going to stop you because now you have gotten outside of the book, the law book, that is. So now as it pertains to God, he said, you can prosper. There's nothing that's going to come against you that will be able to overtake you if you stay within the book. But once you start breaking the laws, then we'll be in trouble. So that's what we're talking about. This book, this book is important. I thank God that he helped me to understand because at first I didn't understand the importance of this book. I had no clue. I had no clue, but I thank God he began to work on me. He's still working on me. I thank God for it. I need it. Because I want to make sure that I'm saved. I want to be saved. So he said, God said, he said, I won't fail you. He said, I won't leave you. People walk out on us all the time. People get mad. They say, man, I'll never fool with you again. God said, I won't do you that way. As long as you stay in the book. All right. Be strong and of a good courage. Somebody said, I don't know how to be strong. And of good courage, the book will teach you. See, whatever you don't know, the book will teach you. People who we look at that are doctors, they did not know those things at first until they got in a book. And then they began to learn. That's the only thing that separates you and I from a doctor. The, the doctor has chosen to use the knowledge in the book. So what separates us from being a true Christian is getting in the book, learning to observe it and do it. That's what's stopping us. That's all we have to do. Observe it and do it. That's what a doctor does. They observe the information in the doctor books and then they put it to use. They do it. Books are powerful. I heard somebody say, if you don't want somebody to know something, put it in a book because we won't read. It's not fun to us. I know I've been there. But now that I've become a little bit wiser, God has shown me you need what's in this book. Now, I may never read the doctor's book, the dental book, the the lawyer's book. I may never read those things. But if there is one book I'm going to get into, it's going to be this one. It's going to be this one. So he said, be strong and of good courage. I can be strong now because of this book. See, there's a lot of things I didn't know how to do until I got in the book. And the word of God teaches me how to do these things. 
we have to get in the book today. He told Joshua, look, meditate on this book day and night. Let's read what happened, Evan. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an, an inheritance the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. He'll bless us if we stay in this book. This is God now. This isn't me. Let's see what happened, Evan. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That he, th he emphasized it again. Be strong and very courageous. This is what the book will do to you. There were a lot of people who were afraid all throughout the scripture. Who made bad decisions all throughout the scripture until the book taught them what to do. Our, our children, all of us, we didn't understand a lot of things. We didn't understand words. We didn't understand even how to talk until we began to observe what people were saying. And then they began to give us books. They began to write things down for us. That's how we got here today to the point where we can uh, articulately speak sentences. Somebody put a book to our face. Somebody began to teach us some knowledge. But are we learning the knowledge of God? We're learning a lot of other things, a lot of good things. But are we learning the knowledge of God? So he said, observe to do. Mm -hmm. That thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Mm -hmm. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. Now, this is important here. This is crucial he said, don't turn to the right or to the left, the left or the right. What we find in this book, we've got to hold to it. We, we can't say, well, we, we can maybe change it just a little. Well, maybe he didn't mean that. He said what he meant. We have to get an understanding. But we're having so many problems in life because we've gotten outside of this book. See, there are people that say, I just have so much bad luck. It just seems like bad stuff is always happening to me. My question is, are you staying within the book then? Are you following God's word? Because God will keep a lot of things from you. That does not mean nothing will happen. God knows things will happen. But there are a lot of people bringing a lot of things on themselves because they are outside of the word of God. They have turned to the right and to the left. We're not holding to exactly what he said. We're not holding to all of what he said. We said, well, I, I like this part of the Bible. Somebody said, I only believe in red writing. You're not holding to all of the book. There is a lot more than red writing in the scripture. So when you take out the rest of it, you're no longer doing what God said. We've got to get in this book. So he said, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left. Uh-huh. 
that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. He said, you got to make sure you stay exactly with what the book said so that you can prosper. It's important to do what this book says. This is the word of God. This is not something we came up with. This is the word of God. I'll tell you as I tell people all the time, because some people question, and there's nothing wrong with questioning, but some people want to dismantle and say, the scripture is not valid. There are so many errors. So if you say that, find me an error. Find me where the scripture contradicts itself and I'll stop believing it. I'll tell you the same thing I always tell people because I have found this book to be correct. The word of God is true. His word is true. So he promised me and he promised you if we get in here, hold fast to this book. He said, we'll prosper. But we cannot turn to the right or left. We cannot go our own way because this way seems too complicated because it seems too complex for us. He said, no, hold on to the book. Let's see what he said in verse eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, mm -hmm. but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Keep it everywhere you go. Day and night. Doesn't matter. Always follow this book. You know, people feel like they should follow the word of God only sometimes. Only sometimes. But he said, meditate on this day and night. There is not a situation where we should not consider the word of God. There's not a situation that exists where we should go to the right or to the left outside of God. That's where we mess up at. That's where we start to fail. He said, if we do this, we'll be prosperous. If we do this, I want to go. Let's pick up the book of Matthew chapter 22. Because for those that might not, that might only believe in what Jesus said, I want to show you Jesus Backing this same point of Matthew 22 and verse 29. Jesus talked about this same book. Let's see what he said in verse 29. And really quickly, Sister Rosie says, praise the Lord. So praise, praise the Lord to you, Sister Rosie. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Matthew chapter 22 and verse 29. Jesus answered and said unto them. Now this is Jesus. Let's make sure we have this thing right. This is our Lord and Savior. Uh-huh. Ye do error. He's Read that again, Melvin. Ye do error. You're messing up. Why? Not knowing the scriptures. Good God Almighty. You're messing up because you don't know what's in the book. That's where your problem's coming in at. Because you don't know the book. Somebody said, well, it's not all that important. I don't have to learn this and learn that. Well, it, somebody feels they really don't need to get in the scriptures. Somebody feels 
all this isn't even necessary. I don't even have to look that closely at this. Read what Jesus said again, Mel. Ye do err, mm-hmm. not knowing the scriptures, mm-hmm. nor the power of God. Friend, how can you understand the power of God if you won't get in the scriptures? If you won't get in this book, you will not know God. There's a lot of people walking around saying, I know God. I know my Lord and Savior, but they don't know the scriptures. You're erring. You've made a lot. You are making a mistake because you don't know the book. You don't know God. You might believe he exists. You might believe that Jesus died on the cross, but you don't know God. You don't truly know Christ. How can you know him without knowing the book? I'm not saying you have to be a Bible scholar. I'm not saying you have to go to school and and God knows I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you have to go to school and know all the Greek words and all the Latin words and Hebrew words. I'm not saying that. But are you observing and doing everything you find in this book? That's what I am saying. All of us can do that. We can all observe, read it, and whatever we find, we can do it. That's what Jesus' mother told them at the wedding. Mary, she said, whatsoever he saith, talking about Jesus, she said, whatever he says do, do it. You'll find all of this in the book. So Jesus himself said, you are making mistakes. All because you don't know the scriptures. That's our problem today. We do not know. In the book of Hosea, he said, my people are destroyed. Why? For lack of knowledge. They don't know the scriptures. That's the problem. We are struggling so much because we don't know the scriptures. We better go and get that. In the book of Hosea, chapter four and verse six, Jesus said, his people, he's not talking about somebody outside of his people. He said his own people. We're erring. Because we don't know the scriptures. Look at Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6. My people are destroyed. Look at what God said. Who did he say, Melvin? My people. My people are destroyed. Uh Uh-huh. For lack of knowledge. We don't know what's in the book. We don't know what's in the book. Our problems are coming because we don't know about this book. We, we've heard. Yeah, I heard there's a Bible. I heard about Matthew. I, I heard Revelation. I heard Genesis. Yeah, but what's in it? Yeah, but are you observing to do the, the little that you do know? Are you doing what it is that you do know? So Jesus told us, he said, look, You're erring. You are making grave mistakes because you don't know the scripture. And because you don't know the scripture, you don't even really know God. You don't know his power. You don't really know his power because you don't know what's in the book. So now we jump back to the book of Hosea. And 
And God says the exact same thing. He said, my people, they're making mistakes. And these mistakes are destroying them. Because they have a lack of knowledge. It's hurting us today. There's a reason we get on these Bible studies week in and week out. Trying to educate people on what's in the book. Because this is the one thing we're not doing. Uh, <laughs> recently, um, someone was talking about, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to watch the game tonight. It's basketball, NBA finals tonight. And I said, yeah, I've got Bible study. And he said, oh, you do a lot of Bible study. Yeah, it, the, the, the conversation came up. Yeah, Bible study Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Not even including the weekend. Now, if the NBA basketball games are coming on and we were watching those Monday through Thursday, including and on the weekends, nobody would say, wow, that's a whole lot of NBA games. We'd be happy to see the games are coming on every day. We'd be so happy to see it. But if we start talking about we're going to go and study this book, somebody's going to say, man, oh, that really isn't even necessary. <laughs> Somebody said, man, do we really have to study it that much? But we're not going to say that about the game. We're not going to say that about our favorite TV show we've been binge watching all week. Every day of the week, we can do it. We're meditating on it day in and day out. But God said, why won't you do this with my book? With my words, you're listening to everybody else's words. Why won't you do this with my words? So because we're not, Jesus already told us we're not doing it. He said we're erring. We're making error because we don't know the book. So we jump back to see God say the same thing. My people are destroyed because they don't know the book. Read for us, man. Because thou has rejected knowledge. You know, this is what God has helped me to understand. God is putting his word out there for us to know. We did a Bible study Monday about how the messages are going to be presented to the people. There was a person who ran with no message. He didn't have anything to deliver. Yet he outran the person who actually had the message. And so what I realize is God is making sure we actually get an opportunity to hear the message. But somebody's going to reject it. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, not because they were not given an opportunity to hear it, but because we rejected knowledge. We said, man, that's not that important. Somebody said, I don't need to know about all of that. All I need to know is Jesus died on the cross. That's it. Somebody told me. <laughs> Glory be to God. Somebody told me, they said, yeah, man, I, 
man, I just don't even get that deep into it. Person had begin to ask me about where I go, this, that, and the other. And so I began to talk about this book. And immediately in the conversation, they said, yeah, well, I don't get that deep. Well, what are you doing? Why are you going to church every single week if you're not getting deep? You mean to tell me you've been going to church since you were five years old, since you were a young child, and you hadn't gotten deep yet? 20 years. Suppose I go and take any subject in school for 20 years. If I tell you, yeah, I've been studying English for 20 years, you'd expect that I've gotten to some type of deep level. If I tell you I've been studying calculus for 20 years, you said, man, show me some calculus problem. They had to help me do my homework. I said, well, I don't know much about it. You start wondering what on earth is wrong with you? How have you been studying for all this time and you hadn't gotten deep yet? What are you waiting for? Why are you still studying it then? So people are expecting us and God is expecting us to get to a higher level than where we are. We're just going to church, going through the motions, going to Bible study. We're going through the motions just to say I was at Bible study. We have no clue of what's being talked about. And what we fail to recognize is we're making an error because we don't know the book. I grew up this way, going to church all the time and not even knowing what was in the book. Just sitting in there, just sitting in there, hearing music, clapping my hands sometimes, stomping my feet sometimes. And for what? For what? We've got to get in the book. So, again, God said, his people, he would notice who he's talking about, his people. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because every time I try to tell my people something, they come up with an excuse. They say, well, I don't think I need to know this. Well, I think I'm already saved. Well, I just don't think that's important. We're making an error because we feel we know so much. We're not humble enough to listen to the word of God. You know, we try to tell God things. <laughs> it sounds pretty uh, hysterical, but we try to tell. It's actually sad, though. We tell God things. God will try to tell us something. and We say, hold on, God, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're saying. This is the better way to do things. We think we know more than God. We are neglecting knowledge of the book. God has given us every opportunity to learn of this book. You know, this is a free education. Pe people, <laughs> hallelujah. People talk about wanting free education. This is a free education. God wants to educate you on him for free. You don't have to pay for this. You don't have to go and give $100 to hear the word of God. He's giving us his knowledge. You know, I'm trying to learn music. I have to pay for it. 
if you want to go and become any professional that you want to become, we talked about doctors and lawyers a lot. You want to go and become that, you're going to pay. They're going to charge you. God isn't charging you for this information. And yet we're still rejecting. You know it's a sad thing. When somebody says, yeah, I'll give you this for free. You said, no, I don't even want it. I don't care. (laughs) You know you don't want something when it's free and you reject it. The word of God is free for you. And we still reject it. So this is what's gotten us into the situation that we're in. We don't know the scripture. And I'll be honest with you. It's okay to not know something. But it's not okay to stay that way. It's not okay to not try to find out. We try to find out everything going on in the world. We spend hours and hours listening to a bunch of hoopla. (laughs) Listening to what celebrities have going on. What this person has going on. But when it comes to God Almighty... We say, man, I just don't have time for that. I'm just not concerned with it. It's not fascinating me enough. It's boring to me. Well, that's, that's, at least you're honest. But that's a very sad thing. Because you're making an error. And it's going to cost you your salvation. We hit on it a little bit in Bible study. Uh, This past Monday, what you don't know will hurt you. What you don't know is hurting you. It is tearing you apart. I want to show you. I want to get one last thing. Well, hallelujah. Let's go and get this place. Let's go and get Matthew 25. Matthew 25 and 31. I think I want to go in this direction. Matthew 25 and 31. Now, I want to talk about let, let's just pick up 31, man. Let's see what happens. When the Son of Man shall come in His glory mm-hmm. and all the holy angels with Him, Then shall he sit upon the throne Mm -hmm. of his glory, Mm -hmm. and before him shall be gathered all nations, Mm -hmm. and he shall separate them one from another. Now, I did not go to Revelation, which I, I intended to go there. But in the book of Revelation, it tells us the books were open. You know what? Let's go and get that instead, and I'll paraphrase this one. Let's go and get that one instead. In the book of Revelation, chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20, and let's pick up verse 10 here. Verse, pick up verse 12. Revelation 20 and 12, and I'll, I'll, hopefully I'll paraphrase that other particular set of scriptures that I wanted to cover. Revelation 20 and 12. And I saw the dead, small and great. Now this is where we're headed. This is judgment. You know, people love to say, well, you can't judge me. Well, see, God is going to judge. He sure is. 
So let's talk about this. Because that's the reason we're coming to learn about the book. So we can escape judgment. We don't want God to sentence us to hell and to the lake of fire. We don't want that. That's why we're studying the book. So we won't make a mistake that will cost us our soul. So the writer here, who is John, he said, and I saw the dead, small and great. These are the young people and the old. See, you're not escaping judgment now. You can say, well, that person young, they cannot escape judgment. Read that again for us, man. And I saw the dead, small and great, Mm -hmm. stand before God. See, we have to face him now. It's coming. We're getting on here time and time again. Because this day is coming. Read for us, Mel. And the books were opened. Good God Almighty. The books were opened. See, it's about these books. It's about the book. Now, here it says the books with an S. Uh Uh-huh. And another book was opened. And another book was opened. Mm -hmm. Which is the book of life. See, that's what we've been talking about tonight. We're talking about the book of life. The Holy Scriptures. Jesus said, you error. You do error. Not knowing the Scripture. He said, that's where your problem's coming in. We're continuing to make the same mistakes I talked about in a Bible study some time ago. The devil tricked Adam and Eve. With three different things, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life. Three things. We've been falling for the same three tricks our whole lives. Somebody said, fool me once, that's shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. We've been falling for the same three tricks hundreds and thousands and millions of times and billions of times and however many more. We've been falling for the same stuff. So it's shame on you because you don't know the book. You, you didn't, somebody out there doesn't even know. The devil's fooling them with the same three tricks. Somebody doesn't know. Why? Because they don't know the book. I thank God he gave me a mind to get in the book now because I didn't know. I did not know. So when this is all said and done, after we all finish fussing and fighting down here, we're going to stand before God, both small and great. And the books were open. And another book, which is the book of life. Read for us, Melvin, please. And the dead were judged out of the, out of those things which were written in the books. This is why we need to learn this book. Mm-hmm. According to their works. See, everything you are doing, everything you are doing, is being written. God is taking a record of it. He's going to pull this back out. He's going to pull these things back out and ask you, now why would you do this? I see here you have this charge. You have that charge. You've committed this sin. You've committed that crime, that sin. You have did all these things. He's going to pull it back up. We, we need to get in the book to understand this so we can know we're writing a book every day. 
And so God is going to look and see, does the book that you wrote by the life that you lived, does it line up with his book? Does it match what his book says we should be doing? Somebody doesn't know this, but it's not too late. We have an opportunity to learn the scriptures, to know the power of God. To know the power of God. There are people that feel they have to do the same things that they're doing. There are people that are addicted to things. They say, man, I can't get out of this. It's because they do not know the power of God. But once we get in this book, we know that once we become a part of Christ, we are a new creature. Old things are passed away. I thank God. Old things are passed away. All things become new. We're a new creature. We don't have to fall victim for the same traps over and over. So he said here, the books were open. Their life. God had a record of their life. And he was going to compare it to the book. See, that's why it's important to learn this book. The scriptures. Because your life needs to match this. And if you do not know what's in the scripture, how in the world can your life match the scriptures? If you don't know what's in them, there's no way I can do the right thing. If I don't get in here and learn what God wants me to do, there's no way I'll learn it. There's no way I can do it. I mean, if I don't get in here and learn it, there's no way. No matter how much of a good person I am, There's no way I can do what God says if I don't get in the book and learn it. So he said these books were open, all right? And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, Mm -hmm. and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. Mm -hmm. And they were judged, every man according to their works. We were judged out of the book. We were judged out of this book. You know, I went over to the book of Matthew, chapter 25. I went there. Because it talks about Jesus separating those on the right and those on the left, both small and great. And there was a group on his right-hand side. He said, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. Naked, you clothed me. Sick, you visited me. He said, you did so many things. And you know what their response was? They said, Lord, when? Did we even see you? When did this even happen? We're not even sure. When did it happen? He said, when you did it to the least of these, my brother. When you did it to your neighbor. See, we... Things that you don't know will hurt you. Because they did not know. I said, when did we see this? Then he gets to the group on his left. He said, when I was hungry, you fed me not. Thirsty, you gave me no drink. Naked, you didn't clothe me. All these things I asked you to do, you didn't do it. They said, Lord, when did we see you in these conditions? How could we do this for you? We didn't even see you. He said, because you didn't do it to the brethren. They did not even know. Yet, 
their life didn't match what was written in the book. He told us to love, love your neighbor as yourself. This is in the book. He said, love your enemy. This is in the book. If we don't follow these things that God is telling us, we'll err, we'll be destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. So my prayer, my my desire that we would be saved, as Paul said, is his desire that Israel would be saved. It's my desire that we would be saved. So I'm trying to get on here. And help us to see what is in this book. This is what we're going to be judged out of. We can say, well, you can't judge me. You're right. I cannot. But I can look at this book and I can easily see you're not doing what God said. I'm not judging you. The book's judging you. You're judging yourself. What you are writing down every day is not matching what God said to do. And so you're making an error. And I'm hoping that we would not continue to reject knowledge. So I thank God for you guys. And in my closing remarks, let's get in the book. Let's learn what it says and not only observe it, but let's do it. Let's get out here and do everything that God told us. So God bless you guys. I thank God for you and um, Lord willing, um, I will get another opportunity to share the word of God with you. And I'm hoping and praying I do. So again, at at this time, I'll turn it over into the hands of Melvin. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Minister. Um, Firstly, I would just like to say it feels good to be back in front of the camera, back in front of you guys live. It is the first time in three weeks. Um. Time flies. I know it doesn't seem that long because we had the pre-recorded messages. So I hope you guys enjoyed those. And everything was same. Everything was the same for our podcast listeners. And hopefully, you know, it will keep on going, you know, as far as the Lord sees fit that we continue doing this because it is very important. And uh, one thing that or a few things that I would just like to add is um, I do pray that we all take heed to what's written in the book. Um, we went over the scripture um, today where Jesus said, you do error, you're messing up because you don't know the scriptures or the power of God. And um, I've seen it firsthand many of times. Um, I know Tony has brought it up plenty of times, but um, somebody asked us to pray for somebody to receive um, a new kidney. And Tony says, I'm not going to pray for that. I'm going to pray that God restores the current kidney. And then they laughed, they mocked, they said, kidneys don't work that way. And what I um, saw was they did not know the power of God, which means they did not know the scriptures, because if they knew the scripture, they would know the power of God, because God invented science. He operates outside of science, you know, and it's another point, you know, people ask, do you really believe all that? Do you really believe that there is a God? And in my opinion, it takes more faith to believe that there is not a God. Because just look at look around us. You know, they say we are a result of some big explosion 4.5 or, or however so billion years ago. But what caused the Big Bang? What was there then? There has to be some master, some creator behind all of this. I remember 
back in college, just even taking a VR class and we looked at the eye, studied how the eye is. I've never known these things, how intricate and complicated just the human eye is. And you mean to tell me that all of that stuff is just random chance? Everything our human bodies do is just by random? Or was there an actual creator who designed us this way? So that's all I had to say. I pray that we do study the scriptures and not just read them because it's our lives. It's our life. No matter, um, I heard a preacher say, if you're living right or you're living wrong, you're in the scripture. I just pray that I'm on the right side. I can't worry about what anybody, what anybody else is doing or what anybody else is saying because only one opinion matters. The only opinion is the one that can place me in heaven or hell. Fear he who can kill both the soul or the body and the soul in hell rather than him who can just kill the body. Um, David says, amen, be doers of the word of God and to be doers of the word, we must know what his word says. It's exactly right. We must know what it is said, what it is saying so we can do it. So that's all I have to add as a weekly reminder to you guys. We do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to see you guys there. Thank you for tuning in. And for the people that commented, we got Casey, David and Sister Rosie. Thank you guys so much. And thank you for the ones that didn't that tune in and didn't comment. We appreciate you for listening as well. It is really important to see what God is trying to tell each and every single one of us. So as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy. And again, counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord bless and says the same. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening live with another message coming straight from the Word of God. Until then, you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.